Welcome to the One in One Podcast, where below average podcaster chats with an above average athlete. I'm your host, Bridget Bay. My guest today is Tatum Hackenberg, who played lacrosse at Penn State from 2012 to 2015, where she was a two-time All-American. She then played professionally for the Long Island Sound in the United Women's Lacrosse League, did some broadcasting for the Big Ten Network, and is a lacrosse coach and trainer for T3 Lacrosse. Tatum, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited about this. I'm excited to have you. And congratulations. You recently got married this summer. That's exciting. Yes, thank you so much. We technically had a little COVID wedding ceremony last year, but we fully got to ce- uh, celebrate this year. So, um, yeah, it was great. It was great to, to finally celebrate. Nice. So in that case, what day do you count as your anniversary? The first one? Great question. Yes, it is the first one technically on 7 11 2020. So um, I don't know if you've seen on like social media, but we do get free Slurpees now. That's going to be our tradition at 7-Eleven. <laughs> so yeah, so that's, uh, that's our new tradition. So 7-Eleven is technically so last year. Very cool. Now, did you redo the ceremony for the most recent wedding too? We did. And we just made it more of like the reception part okay. to not, you know, redo everything. So it was, uh, yeah, it was more just a big party. So we got to extend cocktail hour. Nice. And um, had way more the amount of people who could like fly in and and attend this one. So uh, so yeah, it was it was good. It was dragged out, but we're so happy that we could have it. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel bad for everyone that just sort of had their wedding plans butchered due to COVID. Yeah, and I mean, my husband Christian, he's a quiet guy, so it kind of worked out because he. He liked the quiet ceremony <laughs> last year, and then the big part. You know what I mean? So we're like, wow, that. As much as that was crazy, it kind of, it really did work out. We couldn't have imagined it any other way. Yeah, yeah. It's a little less intimidating saying your vows in front of just a handful of people rather than <laughs> yeah. a full wedding. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's so true. Nice. So, now, were you able yeah. to take a honeymoon? We didn't. So we, we were going to do Iceland um, just because, I mean, I like kind of the relaxing. I make it, I could sit on the beach all day, but he's more of a active you know like fishing or, or something just doing something throughout the day so we figured iceland would be nice ended up just getting a credit through united so still has we have still haven't used the credit yet so we're just kind of waiting but you know we're in no rush we mm-hmm. we go to the beach in the summer that's kind of what we've been up to so um that's that's been our like mini vacation but we'll, we'll pick a place eventually very cool yeah iceland is yeah. on my travel list i want to see like the northern lights and go in the blue lagoon all that blue fun lagoon stuff. yeah <laughs> exactly that's why i felt like it was a good balance it had like hiking and the black sand beaches and stuff and then it had the blue lagoon where i would be like sitting in getting the face masks and hanging out so yeah it was a good balance so maybe we'll still go but um definitely not this year yeah yeah no understandable so anyway yeah. Tatum. Your maiden name is Coffee, and you grew up in Tom's River, New Jersey, right by the shore, which seems like it works out because you said you can lay on the beach all day. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. So um, I grew up in, I'm a Jersey girl, grew up in Tom's River, like you said. And um, yeah, after class, we would, we would just go to the beach, which is crazy. I couldn't imagine, you know, kids not doing that. That's how I grew up. So um, I knew I always wanted to stay in Jersey, but yeah, that's. That's uh, the hometown, good old PR. Very cool. How many, th- how many high schools are there in Tom's River? I know you went to North, but there's a bunch, right? Yeah, so um, I went to North. I graduated with about 600 to 650 kids. Wow. And there's South, East, and then there's a private school 
it was called Mondon when I went, but I don't know, I, I don't know what it's called now. Maybe Monsignor, it's like another name, but that's the private school. So, um, yeah, it's a big, it's a big town. Definitely is. Yeah, I'm kids. up in Bergen County. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, you get, how many kids did you graduate with? Ooh, that's a good one. I want to say maybe 600, four, yeah, four so to 600. You get the, it was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I liked, I liked though the big classes, like, I don't know, that's just, I mean, yeah, you, you know, know new faces, meeting. Yeah. New group, everything. So, so yeah, that's where I grew up. Nice. Nice. And now I just have to ask, do you drink coffee? I do, and I love coffee. I have, <laughs> I have like three cups a day, which is definitely too much. But I have an uncle, who his last name is obviously coffee, and he does not drink coffee. And I thought that I think that's the craziest thing. That is, that is, wow. So, yeah, yeah. I've been drinking <laughs> coffee since like probably middle school. As you should. It's in the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have to. It's my blood, literally. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know you so. have a brother, Liam. Oh, sorry, did I cut you off? No, no, no. Yeah, I have an older brother. Okay, how many yeah. years older? Yeah, he's one year older, uh, one and a half. I think we're like, I guess, considered Irish twins. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he he's athletic. He played ice hockey growing up, so I kind of like would follow him around on skates and play ice hockey with him. Uh, but he's definitely the brains of the family. He is uh, finishing up his residency at Jefferson. Oh, wow. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. So he's... He's a smart one. So um, valedictorian at Tom's River North. So that's, that's my, my Libro. Nice. Wow. What, what, um, what fields of medicine does he want to go into? Radiology. Ooh, nice. Yep. yep. That's amazing. So, yeah. And he's close in Jersey, too, which is nice. So I, I can head more toward Philly to go, go pop over and see him. So. Very cool. And he had, he played club yeah. lacrosse. I'm sorry, he played club hockey at TCNJ, right? Yeah. Yep. So he uh, played club hockey and then focused more like on the medicine side. But uh, but yeah, it's cool that he still was able to do that. You know what I mean? Because he really truly loved playing hockey. Mm-hmm. And I did play in high school at North. Yeah, we're going to get into that. I'm and, very excited to discuss that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can talk more about that later. But yeah, that was. Uh, Lucky to play with him. Yeah, yeah, nice. And my brother actually played basketball at TCNJ, so I uh, have a lot of love for the Lions. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and they're, uh, they've always had a good lacrosse program, too. I remember in high school, they had, like, a really great high D3 program. So, yeah, yeah, um, no, they are good. Yeah, the girls' sports are really good. They always had a strong basketball team, soccer team, field hockey they were good, lacrosse. It's a good school. Yeah, 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 it's an awesome, awesome school, TCNJ. And you grew up playing a lot of sports, basketball, soccer, ice hockey. And is it true that you actually didn't play lacrosse until your freshman year of high school? Yes, that wow. is true. I, uh, yeah, I played, uh, like you said, I played soccer and then ice hockey for the winter. And then a girl, Nicole Testa, I got to give her a shout out. She convinced me to play lacrosse. And um, yeah, I, honestly, the first day I wanted to quit. <laughs> I uh, I did not I, I just could tell I was bad and I just wasn't catching the ball but I could run fast and I liked that aspect of it but it was really frustrating that I couldn't pick it up that quick the thing about it like softball with like a pole at the end of your mm. mitt you know what I mean it just was it was hard to pick it up but um, she you know made me keep going and m- my parents made me keep going and 
thank goodness I did. Isn't that crazy to think about? So. It is, yeah. And I could see that. I've, I've never played lacrosse, but the, especially the girl sticks don't have as deep a pocket as the boys stick do. So it's hard to catch it. There's definitely a learning curve to that. Yeah, yeah. That's def- I want to say that's the number one thing is catching it. Throwing, shooting, you could pick up easily, but the, the catching is definitely, um, like you said, so a little quick tip, you actually slide your hand up toward, more toward the net, and it, it helps, you know what I mean, with mm-hmm. catching. So, um, so, yeah, just practice. It's, and, and lacrosse is one of the sports that if you practice it, you see the results, at least for me, like really quick. Mm-hmm. So I got addicted to that, I guess. Yeah, and you were an athlete anyway, so yeah, once you sort of just learned the sport, you sort of took it and ran with it. No pun intended, but you really did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I got I got really lucky too because the coaches for North at the time they pulled me up to varsity right away because they noticed, like you said, that I I did have that athletic ability and the speed, and that I was determined. Like I wanted to be good at this sport, so I did take extra time after practice and with my friend Nicole and practicing. I I play on the beach. That's like my favorite thing to do across on the beach. Mm. And then, uh, and then, yeah, by the next year I was already getting like looked at by college. Yeah. It happened quick. Yeah. Yeah. You start a sport one year, the next year you're getting D one offers. I kind of hate you, but in a good way. It's so amazing. Yeah. 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 And it was like, you weren't even, I mean, I loved soccer. I really thought I was going to go far for soccer, but then it just took a turn and, um, yeah, I had someone from another, the Shore Regional, his name is Chris Reichel. He was the head coach, lacrosse coach there. We played them, and he's like, you're horrible, but you are athletic, and I want to make you good. I was like, okay, <laughs> whatever that means. That's amazing. So if you met him, you, you could totally see him saying that. So um, he, yeah, took me on club team, and that's where you really, for lacrosse, that's where you get recruited as club. It's not mm. like football. Football is more like high school. You get recruited, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but literally every other sport is it's like getting it through the club. You know, basketball, yeah. baseball, yep. softball, that, and soccer. So, yeah, exactly. you were a really good soccer player, and you played it probably since you were little. Um, what position did you play in soccer? So I was uh, – wing like midfield for the longest time and then I moved to center mid and by my senior year in high school I found myself at sweeper which was so weird I was always more of an offensive player and then I kind of took the defensive role so yeah I was playing soccer probably since like three or four years old and then um and I did club for that as well ODP Olympic development program and then once I started getting into lacrosse and this is my thing I'm a big believer and probably some of the other female athletes talk to I love playing more than one sport, mm-hmm. but there is a point where you have to be like, okay, where can I, where do I need to focus more of my energy or, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it comes to club, right? You can play three sports a year in high school, but if you're, if you want to play something in college, it would be very hard to play two club sports. So that's what I'm assuming you're getting at. You kind of stopped with soccer, with club soccer to focus on uh, club lacrosse. Yeah, I want to say it was like maybe my end of my sophomore or more of my junior year, I stopped club soccer. And, and it was hard. I mean, that was like a, it was my whole identity, you know, and I knew it was going to go somewhere if you do club. But then I stopped soccer, still did all my high school sports, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then really, you know, dove into lacrosse, getting recruited and, and everything. And what about hockey? How old were you when you started? Oh, man, I want to say I was like, Maybe like nine, nine or ten around that age, and uh, 
it started out, I was actually, I was doing figure skating with like the little tutu sparkly <laughs> outfit. And I couldn't skate. Like I just couldn't, I couldn't skate. I couldn't do like the C-stop or whatever. So one of my brother's hockey clinics, my dad and mom put me in like hockey gear just to get comfortable falling, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like a little bull, like just skating and just cruising <laughs> around. Um, and I like loved it. So then I started stick handling and whatever. And I played on the Wall Americans at a Wall Township. So um, and yeah, started started like my, my that started like my hockey career, and I I loved it. And then I eventually got on a, a female team, but they didn't have girls ice hockey in high school. So mm-hmm. I tried out as a freshman, and I made the varsity boys ice hockey team. Wow, I mean that that's crazy. I, so yes, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> So more into that. So you're at Tom's River North where you basically played four sports. I guess you had uh, played yes. basketball one year instead of uh, hockey. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, practice were at 4.30 a.m. That was the only ice time slot. Oof. So time slots are really rare, especially for all the high schools in the area. There was one rink. So 4.30 a.m. in the morning. So um, it became like wearing. And I always did basketball growing up before I started hockey. And I love, love, love the Tom River North basketball coach, Coach G. He has the best basketball camp. They were so fun growing up. So I'm like, ah, you know what? I'll take a break. Basketball, I'll try out. And then I made varsity for basketball. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, I was a very good defender. I couldn't shoot really great. So I would always, I, I would assist. I was a big assister. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So you get, you were in 12 varsity letters in high school, which is crazy, but playing hockey, right? So you're playing with the boys at an age where I feel like there's a, a pretty significant physical difference, right? From being 15 yeah. to 18. What was that like? Oh yeah. Um, and I think even that and being like a, a female, either the guys were afraid to hit me or they were like, Oh, that's the girl. That's like, like, you know, she's treat her, which I appreciated, you know, I didn't want to, no one to really like go against me. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was definitely different. I had my own locker room. I convinced my best friend to be the manager. So she would hang out with me before games. And then <laughs> the coach would do like a knock on my door and I would go in the boys locker room for the, the pregame talk. It smelled great. The locker room, like sweaty boys, but oh. it got used to it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it was great though. I was like their their sister though, which was cool and and no pun intended. But my brother was on the team. I crossed over with him for one year oh, um, awesome. because of that year lag. Yeah, I played basketball one year, so it would have been two. But um, yeah, one or two years. So yeah, I crossed over with my brother. So yeah, I was like their I was like their little sister that they uh, they wanted to protect. So that was that was cool. That's amazing. And you were actually a captain for your senior year on the hockey team. So obviously the boys had a lot of respect for you. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess it like flipped roles because I then was like their big sister and I got voted as captain. And, um, and yeah, it was, it was great. I'll never forget though. It was one game. I want to say it was North first. I think it was North first South, which is always a big game. That was a big rivalry. And some kid, I tell you, like I got rid of the puck and he just came in and just laid me out like oh. where I was like a, bu- a bug with a fly squat. Like I was like hit the board and slid down to the point where like I, I was like, oh, my goodness. So I went and I had my eyes on this kid. I skated across the rink and I illegally checked like I took my stick. I cross checked him <laughs> 
and I got a penalty for it. I just was so angry, which is not okay to do. But I cross-checked him. I got in the penalty box. But definitely all the guys, like, got riled up because they knew that I was, like, upset. So they all had my back. So that was just a cool memory um, playing hockey and, and all the guys kind of rallying up for me. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm sure that kid took a bunch more hits from your teammates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wasn't the last hit. So, uh, so yeah, it was a crazy memory. That's awesome. Yeah, you really don't hear too many stories about, you know, a girl playing ice hockey with the boys, but it is one of those sports, especially in New Jersey. You don't have a girl's team, so if a girl wants to play, she has to play on the boys' team. So, super, just super interesting. yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I always had my long, I have long blonde hair. I always had my long ponytail hanging out. So, uh, yeah, I was the girl who played hockey. That's awesome. I feel like it takes a lot of confidence, too, to do that, to go out and play with the boys. Good for you. Yeah, thanks. It was fun. You know, that's what it comes down to. It was definitely fun. Absolutely. So, yeah, we'll talk about your, I guess, your best sport, although I feel like you're really good at all (laughs) all four sports you played. Um, So in your high school lacrosse career, you scored 326 goals and 191 assists. And you almost quit after the first day, as you said. So obviously yeah. sticking with it was a phenomenal decision by you. Right. I know. Thank goodness. We, I still think about that if I'm like, it's the craziest series of events. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I am glad I stuck with it. So I forgot that's even... I, I think I might, there was someone last year that released an article. I think I might still hold, I don't know what, if it's in Ocean County or something for most goals, but I forgot. I was like, oh my goodness, high school feels like forever ago. I forgot that's how many goals. Yeah, that was a lot. And I mean, you were first team All-American by U.S. lacrosse. So it wasn't like just you were good in Jersey down the shore. You were good nationally. Thanks. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Oh, they reminisce with me. I like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you're sure conference player of the year several times. And not only did you play in the 2011 Under Armour lacrosse game, which is, you know, just as good as for the basketball players playing in the McDonald's All-American game, but you won MVP because mm-hmm. you scored, I think, like five goals. Yeah. So that was in um, Maryland. And it was cool because a lot of like the girls from like Morristown and a lot of the good high schools and girls I was getting recruited with and seeing at camp, I was all on one team with them. So, mm-hmm. so that was, that was a fun game. And I still have that Jersey. I was on the um, black Under Armour American team and my husband was on also in high school, the black Under Armour American team for football. So we have our jerseys hanging next to each other, which <laughs> was a weird coincidence. So yeah, um, that's funny. yeah, that was a, that was a great game. Yeah. Yeah, did you get did Tom Server play Morristown? Because I have some family out in Morristown, and they always talk about their high school lacrosse team, like just being so good. It's so incredible. Oh, oh yeah, Morristown has always had even like schools out in this, uh, like in the Burlington County and further, like out near Cherry Hill area, are very good at lacrosse. Not gonna lie, Tom's River area, um, it's not like what I would call a hub of lacrosse. A lot of girls. I was the only one that started as a freshman. A lot of other girls started freshman year. I mean, they have Tom's River Lacrosse where they're trying to, like, grow it. I definitely want to be a part in trying to grow lacrosse by helping out with a club team out in Tom's River. So, I mean, I predict in these next few years that it will be up there, but we never played teams out um, out this way, out mm-hmm. in the you know, Morristown area. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, for me, I always say this. Lacrosse was never an option when I was growing up. I mean, I guess technically I could have yeah. gone, like, a bunch of towns over, but that really didn't interest me at the time. But I think if it was offered, yeah. I would have liked it. I, I played basketball growing up, and people always talk about the similarities between the sports. So I really yes. do think I would have liked that. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, like, growing the game, and, and, and it is growing. I mean, it's, I mean, Maryland and, like, Long Island, New York are definitely lacrosse states. And, and areas to say the least, but um, definitely trying to grow it out toward the east coast of New Jersey. And um, and yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great great athletes. It's just getting them started earlier than freshman year. Mm-hmm. Like I always think about, what if I picked up a stick when I was three or four? You know, like I don't know. That's just something to to think about. But I did get addicted to it, and I was playing every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you so. played club, as you said. So what was that like? Basically, every weekend in the summer, you were at tournaments? Yeah, two times a week for practices, and then every to every other weekend up until, like, late July or mid-July um, tournaments. And that's where, like, the coaches line up with the clipboards on the sidelines. And, um, and, yeah, you start getting recruited. So by joining the club team, and then by my sophomore year, I was getting, like you said, D1 offers amazing from being on that team yeah and talk a little about you know speaking of those d1 offers can you talk a little bit about your recruiting process because you didn't originally pick penn state you actually chose umass so can you just talk about that process and why you ultimately did end up at penn state yeah so um now they have rules where they can't so september 1st is a big day for juniors so now they have rules where they can't contact you until like they can't the coaches can't communicate with you directly until September 1 of your junior year so um entering your junior year so that wasn't the case when I was getting recruited so I picked up a stick spring of my freshman year and then the summer of my sophomore year I was getting these offers and my dad was the one going on recruiting visits with me and UMass Amherst University of Massachusetts Amherst campus asked me to come on and see their campus and they wanted to talk with me and sit down and um, give me an offer. So I did. I sat down with my dad. They gave me an amazing offer. My dad and I loved the coaches, the campus, everything I had to offer. And we were, we were driving home and I had offers from Northwestern and, and schools like that. Um, so yeah, we were driving home and we're like, you know, let's call them up and and commit. So I committed to UMass Amherst as a sophomore. So yes. So then uh, junior year went by, I'm still committed. So when you're committed, I mean, they still are looking at you, but you're the verbal commit. So they kind of put you on a list like you're okay. She's verbally committed. Why why kind of waste their time? Mm -hmm. You know, they need to look at other girls to get committed. So um, then by my senior year, I was driving home from just a a camp because I was still doing camps and clinics. And the head coach at UMass called me and told me, Actually, I think it was my, my, yeah, summer going into my senior year. So you want to be, like, fully committed by then, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the, the head coach of UMass told me that she was leaving to go to Ohio. And I go, oh, cool, on vacation? Like, where, where are you going in Ohio? And she was like, no, Tatum, I'm going to Ohio State. I got the head coaching position. You know, I want you to come with me. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So I was like, oh, I just will talk with my parents and – um. Yeah, that, and at that point, your offer when the head coach leaves is off the table and the new, new coach coming in can honor it or not. Luckily, the new coach came in, coming in from UConn honored it, 
But at that point, I was like, wow, I'm two years older. I don't know if I want to do math anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, you know. Um, so luckily, you know, Penn State reached out to me. I had some other schools in, in the mix. That's why you never burn a bridge with, any, with anybody or any school. Definitely. I mean, call, it, it's hard calling schools and saying, hey, I, you know, I love you guys, but I want to – using another school over you, you know? So mm-hmm. uh, Penn State reached out to me and I got on campus. So then that was really like my dad's eyes wide open. Have you ever been to Penn State's campus? I have not, but I've heard incredible things. Yeah, like you step on and my dad's, I was like a little kid in a candy shop, like eyes open and, you know, just like in awe. And I was the same way. And same thing, we left, we talked about it and we were like, all right, Let's commit. So I definitely got lucky that they were still, you know, had a, had a spot for me. It was so late in the process. Yeah, you know, no, that is a difficult part when your coach leaves and you have to reopen your commitment at that time. It's not that, it, it's not that schools don't want you. It's that they just don't have enough scholarships maybe to offer you at that time. So, yeah, that's definitely a tricky situation. Exactly. And, you know, so I got, yeah, for today at least I got lucky, you know, like that I they still had a, a an offer and a spot to to give me um but yeah talk about everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah i'll so, say it worked so out well you met your husband yeah, at yeah. Penn State. I, I know but it's, it's crazy looking back i was like crying and so upset and oh. you know like i had all these umass like i was ready to go to umass and yeah it, it worked out now did you look at ohio state at all with the coach going there and saying that she did want you to follow I had in my head, like, I, I just didn't have the desire. Like, Ohio wasn't a desirable place that I wanted to be. It's far away. Um, yeah. You know, that's all the things you take into consideration. Yes, like, school and lacrosse-wise, you know, but also distance. And um, I knew I wanted to major in broadcast, so Penn State had a great program. So things like that, definitely. You know, I'm a big pros and cons list person, so it was kind of like, why, why even go out there? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, talk about full circle. I, I don't want to spoil anything, but we did beat Ohio State at Rutgers so in New Jersey for the first ever Big Ten championship. So that was a crazy full circle moment for me. <laughs> That's that right. That is amazing. Eerie. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and the coach who left UMass was the head coach of Ohio State, so that I'm like, I'm not losing this game. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, that must have been even yeah. sweeter when you won. Yeah, yeah. So definitely <laughs> memorable moment. Now, you have a great freshman season in 2012 at Penn State. You're actually the only freshman named to the IWLCA All-American team. You start all 19 games as Penn State goes 12-7, and seven, and you personally were, I believe, second on the team in goals. So playing right away as a freshman is a really good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It was a great um, – I definitely feel like I was, like, fearless going in. It is scary as a freshman going in and starting. And, you know, the older girls, you don't want to step on any toes. But um, but it was kind of just like that I'm going to have fun with this team. And it was it was a great it was a great team. And we just all did our thing and had a, had a good year, you know? Definitely. No, at what point did Maryland join the conference? Yeah, so it wasn't called – I'm trying to think of what it was called before the Big Ten – because my senior year was the first ever Big Ten, like, oh. everyone was in the Big oh, Ten. Oh, yeah, lacrosse is a little different with that. Yes, yes, it is different. They're finally getting normal now. You know, <laughs> I don't know what 
So it was a, it was like an American something. I don't know. Forget what conference. Nothing, nothing normal to women's sports, like what the conference was called or relatable. But um, so I think we did always play Maryland. I remember that we play on their, they have their field hockey turf. Mm-hmm. You're like flying on this turf. It's not normal. I never played field hockey, so I'm like, this is crazy <laughs> playing on this. So, so yeah, we played Maryland. Maryland, as you know, you know, as a powerhouse. Northwestern has always been a powerhouse under Kelly Mossy. Pillar, she has her own stick named after her. So um, that was always, it was always, a, I mean, tough teams that we played. Yeah, no, Big Ten has become, if not the best conference in lacrosse, maybe that's still ACC, but one of the better conferences with yeah. you know, Penn State, Ohio State. Rutgers, I think, has gotten better. And then you obviously have your Northwesterns yes. and Maryland's. Definitely. Michigan has a program now. They never, I think I was a junior, sophomore, junior when they got their, their first program. And then, yeah, I mean, the ACC is definitely, it's cool seeing all these, I mean, Clemson just got their first ever women's lacrosse program. It's like, seriously, Clemson never had women's, wow. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So all these schools, it's just, it's just getting better and better. So it's so exciting. Yeah, no, and it shows you how the sport is growing nationwide. Exactly. Yeah, and like Clemson, I mean, recruiting-wise, it's just, I mean, that team is going to be a top-five team. No-brainer. And the ACC, like you said, they're a great conference. They have, they have your Dukes. Um, Syracuse, if I'm not there, are they in the ACC? Yeah, they're in the ACC now, yeah. Uh, UNC, uh, UNC Ugh. is always a great, yep. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So, sadly, my senior year in the Elite Eight, we lost to UNC, in Chapel Hill, so that was definitely a head down kind of walking up the field last college game moment. But um, but yeah, Elite Eight, so that's something to be proud about, I guess, as a team. I would say so, absolutely. Yeah. And how how often could your parents come up for games? Because was that about six hours away? Yeah, about four, which is great. Oh, it's only good four because okay. they can like yeah yeah, so they could drive and come to the home games and. Um, my dad liked traveling more, so he would come to to more of the away ones, but. But yeah, and then even if I had family, they're they've always so supportive. I mean, my dad's one of eight, so oh, wow. my two two aunts would always be at games, and um, my uncle was. I, I mean, he would probably know my statistics like the back of his hand. Like he always supported, um, supported and followed me. So uh, yeah, they it was great seeing you know family. And so that Rutgers game, that senior year game, the like I said, the first ever Big Ten championship, everyone was there. So oh, that's that was so my my grandmother. Is definitely my Nona is my biggest fan, I would say. Oh, that's awesome. So, yep. You're very lucky. Wow, your senior year, first year of the tournament, and it's at Rutgers. Wow. Isn't that great? Yeah, it it was, is. And like I said, and then against Ohio State, where the coach <laughs> went to. Um, so, yeah, then we, we, we won it. So, it's cool just to go down in history. Definitely. Now, your sophomore year was a bit of a struggle. After your sophomore year, you guys yeah. would continue to get better, but that year you have a losing record going four and nine. That had to be a pretty frustrating year. Yeah, it definitely was, and I don't even know what kind of what re, like what the reason was behind it for me, at least personally. I feel like it was like a sophomore like swamp for me. I just uh, I was getting that's what I would say. Like when I was a freshman, I was more fearless. Sophomore year, I was putting more pressure and getting more in my head and. Um, thinking like way too much about the game mm-hmm. and then I feel like junior year I kind of shut that off but definitely my senior year I truly shut off but, like this is I mean and to every athlete out there like it's it's fun you know even kids more kids not, I don't want to talk to the you know other 
you know, at the next level, but I mean, definitely have fun with it, you know? So that's yeah. what I really shut that off. I was like, it's my last year. I'm going to have a blast and um, just enjoy it and dance. I mean, if you see video, I don't even know if they even have anymore. I was always dancing on the field to the music. <laughs> so yeah, I loved, I loved just like, you know, having fun. Yeah, no, that's what it's all about. You got to always have fun. And you're being a little hard on yourself. Yes, your senior year was amazing. But as far as sophomore year, you still did score a point in literally every game. So you're still helping your team. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And I I guess it was like because after getting All-American and then not getting that sophomore year, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I was in a slump, you know. Mm, But No, um, still a great, great year for you. Awesome. But obviously I know it's more about the team wins and you would have rather had a a better uh, record as a team. Of course, yeah. So, um, so yeah. Then I had my sophomore year. I'm, I was close. I mean, she was one of my bridesmaids, Allie Heavens, and she's the assistant coach at Rutgers now. So um, happy that I was actually hosting her when I was a freshman, and she was still in eighth. Uh, I mean, still a senior in high school. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was cool to have her on the team, and we got really close, and we we talk every day, so we stayed close ever ever since. So that's, oh, that's a great. Amazing. Yeah, great friendship. Yeah, nice that she's also in Jersey then if she's coaching at Rutgers. Yeah, she's actually right over the bridge in, in PA, so she, like, but not too far, so definitely reasonable to get to, which okay. is great. So, um, yeah, so like I said, I'm lucky. Yeah, I'm, you're right. I'm lucky she is pretty close that I can, can go pop over and, and uh, see her. Absolutely. Now, at what year in college did you start dating Christian? So I was, what year was that? 2013. I met him in November. Okay, so your sophomore year? My sophomore, no, so, so I was a junior. Yes, he was a freshman. Oh, oh a November, junior. yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, yep, so I was a cougar, I guess you could say. Oh, I'm, he was a I'm freshman older than him. junior? Yes, yep. Nice. Yep, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a year and a half older. Okay, very cool. Yeah, how did you guys yeah, meet? Yeah. yeah, so um, basically, uh, Penn State is known for Thon, so they support, you know, and raise money for kids with cancer. And a lot of the Greek life have weekends in the fall that they go canning and collect money and fundraise. So a lot of the Greek life were away canning. And I had a little get-together at my apartment, and um, the football players were still on campus. They just, oh, no, it's not still on campus. They came back. They were at an away game. They came back. I was friends with them, so you have, like, a lot of class with, with athletes, so I was a friend, you know, with some of the football players, so then, sure enough, big six four six five Christian walks through, <laughs> had a duck his head to walk through our door, and um, was just, like, the sweetest person, and sat down next to me, and just, we ended up just talking all night, so, okay. um, yeah, it was, it was crazy, so, yeah, he, uh, he came, came to our little gathering. Very cool. It must have been a bit difficult, though, for the both of you to kind of date in college, both being student athletes and having so much of your time already taken up. Yeah, and it was it it was difficult, but in a way, since our seasons weren't like I could support him in the fall because I wasn't a fall sport, you know, I mean, we still had fall ball and and stuff like that. But um, I could, you know, definitely support him. And, you know, his his schedule was definitely Direct, and then my games were in the spring, so he definitely came, could come to my games. You know, it's not like he was tired for a game or couldn't make it because he was away. So, um, so yeah, it did. It, it worked out, but it, it wasn't. I mean, I think being a student athlete, it keeps you on a strict schedule. You know, 
so yeah, then he, he'd go out with his guys, I'd go out with my girls, we'd go out together for the nights that we could, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, nice. And yeah. so Penn State football, it's probably the most popular sport. Uh, you know, wrestling is obviously a very good program, but as far as popularity, it's probably the football team. So the most judged position you can be in at Penn State is yeah. the quarterback position. So what is it like being the girlfriend of the Penn State quarterback who come Monday morning could be either the most hated guy on campus or yeah. the most loved guy on campus, depending on how the outcome of the Saturday game went? Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, it definitely is a, a hard position that he played. But I think the great part about Penn State is that they're so supportive. They really are. So there wasn't, yeah, there wasn't any memory that I remember like him, you know, anybody ever saying anything to him or or to me. But I do remember like us going to Waffle Shop is a big place at Penn State. We'd go to breakfast and we'd have people like in between bites of eggs and pancakes asking for a picture or an autograph. So it was more things like that, um, that he was so well known at Penn State getting stopped. And and, like, I didn't mind. I mean, I'd be the one taking the picture like, (laughs) doing on French shows, you know, but, um, so he definitely was recognized a lot. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, yeah, he wasn't, and he's a big guy, you know I mean? He can't fly, yeah, hard to miss. can't fly under the radar. <laughs> yeah. He would try to wear a hat, but like, it didn't, it didn't work. So we, I mean, we still sometimes go back. I don't even know if we can get back this year and he gets recognized, not as much, which I, I know he likes. He's definitely a fly under the radar kind of guy, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, people still thank him. And, and I think oh. they did respect him a lot for, you know, through everything that went on with Penn State, we're, we're saying, and, and a lot of the guys that did, not just Christian. And, uh, yeah, it's a great program. That's a good point. Yeah, he kind of got him, and as you said, all that recruiting class got screwed and that they couldn't for yeah. several years go to, uh, you know, any bowl games based off something that they had absolutely nothing to do with. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, they all, they all, they all say, they're, and they're all great guys. I mean, not all. I, think, I don't know, one or two maybe, but um, the core group, and, and that was the best part, all those Penn State players. They're just, you know, salt of the earth kind of people. And their parents are too. I mean, tailgates were so fun. Like, the parents were just happy. And, yeah, those were just definitely some of the best times of our lives. Oh, that's amazing. And now, little yeah. did they know when you guys, when, like, those fans were getting pictures with Christian – they should have been getting the picture with you. I mean, I, I don't know how many people on campus Christian could have dated where he would be yeah. the inferior athlete, but he definitely, you are the yeah. superior athlete. I will give you that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's so funny. Yeah, he definitely, I'll say that he can't ice skate, so I, I can skate circles around him. So, nice. uh, so I have that over him, but no, I'm just kidding. But one time there was a girl who, hand, who asked for a picture, looked at both of us and asked for a picture, and Christian's like, oh, sure. And she handed the camera to him. That's amazing. To get a picture with me. It was oh. adorable. I was like, I literally, my jaw was like dropped. So oh, it was that's really awesome. cute. Yeah, she must have been a lacrosse fan. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I think a really cool story. So Christian's uncle, it was his dad's best friend that he calls uncle. And um, he is like really close with him. Like when Christian was like just born, he was like at their uncle Rich's wedding and aunt Tracy's wedding. So they, they've known Christian since he was born. They have two girls and they're both lacrosse players in Maryland. Mm. And he tells the story. He remembers going, cause we played at Hopkins a lot saying, watch number seven. She's the best player on this team, which I don't think is true, but he did say that to his girls just to watch me. 
And then when Eric, which is Christian's father, said, oh, Christian's dating someone on the lacrosse team, Uncle Rich said, who? And he said, Tatum. He goes, number seven? So he knew when I met Uncle Christian's family and I met his Uncle Rich, he was like, he literally said number seven. I was like, hey. So they, <laughs> they watched me play, which was just cool, you know, that they, they were, you know, very supportive of me and my lacrosse career. Yeah, no, that is cute. Do they still call you number seven today? <laughs> no, they don't. But <laughs> Sydney, which is it's Jordan and Sydney, Sydney's his second uh, girl. She does wear, her, her dad, was, Uncle Rich was number seven too, but she does wear number seven. Oh, uh, to play. Yeah. So oh, she's at amazing. Delaware now. That's yep. awesome. Oh, she's playing at Delaware. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so she's, a, she's a great, great midfielder. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so uh, small world, right? Yeah, definitely. And that's cool that she was like watching you play when she was younger. I'm sure she picked up some things that she made her even better. Obviously, now she's a D1 lacrosse player, too. Yeah, exactly. And I always tell her I'm always there to talk, whatever, you know, whatever you need. It's definitely, I mean, she's going to be a junior now. So, uh, so she has everything handled, but yeah, like I said, that transition from high school to your freshman year, just a different change of, of pace and play, you know, mm-hmm. so that's an adjustment, but you get it down. Yeah, definitely. Now for you on the lacrosse field, junior year in 2014, you guys have a winning record. You go 10 and eight, you scored 25 goals. And actually at 10 and eight, Penn State still made the NCAA tournament, which was the first of your career. What was that experience like? Oh yeah, no, that was, I mean, I remember we were all in this room watching like the NCAA announcement. Um, So once that was announced, because you never know whether to watch, like if you know your season's not going that great, you don't want to all sit together and just like know that you might not get in. It's like the most disappointing feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were all together and we were just cheering and celebrating. And it was, it it was cool knowing that like the impact that we made as a team over the years, Missy, I guess that was her fourth year technically. So my year when I was a freshman with Missy Doherty, the head coach was her second year. So, um, yeah, her fourth year in. So it was, it was an accomplishment for, like, our team as a whole um, that, we, that we got there. So it definitely was, like, a very rewarding feeling. Definitely. It only gets better from there because, as you said before, your senior year, 2015, it's a huge year. You guys go 16-5. and five. How, did the turn, how, did, yeah. I'm sorry, how did the team turn that around? Yeah, I guess, like, once you've been there, you know, you want to act like you've been there again. So mm-hmm. it definitely built everyone's confidence and – um, and then just knowing like what it feels like to be in that situation and, um, kind of just, I mean, we had a great senior class to, to like lead everyone. It was just, I, I mean, Maggie McCormick, Kelly Lechner, it was a great, a great crew that we were. I mean, everyone, it wasn't like you could defend just like one player. We had a bunch of amazing athletes, uh, on the team. And then yeah, I was bummed because not bummed. I was so excited for them the next year when I graduated. They went to the final four, so I was like, I was so happy for them. But I'm like, oh, my goodness. That was, like, my dream. Yeah, why couldn't so, I have a fifth year? <laughs> but it, I mean, it's still proud. I mean, I, I, I can't speak for all of our senior class, but I bet that, like, I mean, we're always going to be a part of, of that. I mean, oh, Penn definitely. State lacrosse. Yeah, like, now they have their own stadium. I still haven't uh, been in it yet. I've seen it. I've driven by. But, yeah, they have a stadium. Like, you know, so it's, it's cool to see how, how it evolves. Absolutely. And you mentioned a few times the, the I'm sorry, the Big Ten tournament. That's just got to be a highlight of your senior year. Yeah, that, I mean, that was, I, I remember 
personally. There were just so many things. Like I said, there's so many factors. It was, again, at New Jersey. My whole family was there. It was like, I mean, just such a, a, an important game for me because, I mean, like I said, that experience from UMass and the coach being right on the sidelines and uh, Northwestern already got knocked out. Northwestern is, was like the powerhouse. So they were already knocked out. So it's like we beat Ohio State. We can, like, why not do it now to win the championship? I just remember there being a moment that it was like tied and I'm like, let's, all right, guys, let's do it, you know? So. It's a close uh, game. I think it was yes. the final score, 13 11. Pretty close game. Yeah, yeah, I think it was by two, like two goals. Yeah, and it's, it's I mean, it's like, do you, are, like, do you be afraid to take a shot if you're going to, if you're going to miss? I do actually have a flashback. We were at Ohio State and I went to, Passing, there were a few minutes left in the game, and I went to pass it to Maggie, and I think she thought I was shooting it, and the ball, like, went, and it went behind. It was definitely my fault. So it went behind, it went out of bounds, and we ended up losing the game. And that, like, I mean, yeah, like, I don't hold my head for that stuff, but I'm like, okay, if this is a chance to get it back, this is like getting it back time, time 10, you know what yeah. I mean? So, uh, so, yeah, that was definitely one of my top top favorite moments being at Penn State. Yes, it should be. And that year, you had three yeah. consecutive hat tricks over Stanford, Rutgers, Ohio State, scored 43 goals on the year. And this was another year you were an All-American. You were also on the All-Big Ten team and the All-Tournament team. So just phenomenal personal year as well as team year. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's, that's cool hearing that because, like, again, like I said, I forget. I mean, like, 2015, I graduated, but... But again, I think it goes back to like being fearless and just being confident and having fun. I mean, that that was in my head my senior year. I'm like, I have nothing to lose, mm-hmm. you know. And um, after college, I got, I met with a coach at the university, and I did get offered the assistant coaching position. Um, so I could have kept going, you know, but I, uh, I did choose my business career over sadly coaching. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I knew that last game, you know, with those few last games in my senior year were, might be it. But I, I did get to play pro for a little. So that was, I'm, I'm lucky to have done that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, you're still young. If you wanted to ever go into coaching, I'm sure doors would open for you. But yeah, talk a little bit about playing professional because, you know, the money I'm sure is not there in um, not even comparing it to men's sports, but just, you know, comparing it to maybe like, the women's soccer league or the WNBA I'm for like the United women's lacrosse league. That's gotta be tough, right? You're playing professionally, not making nearly as much money as you should. Yeah. And I don't even think it was even like, it was more like, uh, I guess stipends the word they would pay for like food or like gas. And so you were playing like, yes, to play, keep playing and having fun and, and to grow, but like more to grow the game. Mm-hmm. You're so probably you were playing definitely on weekends playing. and you had like a nine to five yeah. Monday through Friday type thing. Yeah. Or there was like a Friday evening that I might have to take a half day from work. So there were only a few, a lot of the, like a lot of the players playing in the pro league are either coaches um, or like high school coaches. So that like a little more flexible, it definitely got to the point for me that like Friday games were getting tough because I did work a full like eight to five, job mm-hmm. so um yeah it was getting tough but yeah so they were they were paying like yeah it's a beginning program so you're not playing to play for the income you're playing to grow the game and to allow girls 
what, five to 10 years from now to play pro, you know, Mm -hmm. like there, it needs to start somewhere. Yeah, no, that's very selfless of you to put in all that time and effort and not make as much. How many years did you play? I was there, I was two years and then it really got to the point where, um, you know, I wasn't working out maybe every day. I may come from home from work and then I walk my dogs, have dinner with my husband and you know, go to bed, watch a movie, go to bed, you know, mm. so it wasn't like I was training every day. Yeah, because you don't um, have the time to train but, the way, you know, <laughs> coaches probably do. Yeah, 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 and, like, even, I mean, it, it's awesome because there's a really great group of girls playing, and there's another professional league now, and they're doing an awesome job. Like you said, like, they're not, they're not doing it for the money. They're doing it because they love it, and they want to grow the game and uh, be the start of something. So it's still... It's still going on, and, um, yeah, a lot of girls are still playing, but I haven't fully hung up the cleats because I'm coaching. So, I, I mean, I'm coaching club, and I'm doing training, and I still stay involved in lacrosse because I truly love it. Mm-hmm. But, um, sadly, sadly, the days of me running 100s are over. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound yeah. too sad to me, running 100s. Maybe actually playing games yes. is sad. But <laughs> Oh, I loved, I loved, I loved running. I really, I mean, I still love running. I'll go on some, like, long runs or whatever, but I'll, I'll never forget. I think I got in trouble for something silly at Penn State. Like, I, I, I don't even know. Like, I, I, I accidentally forgot a film practice, which is not like me. I'm totally on the ball with mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, I think so. So I had to run. Yeah, I had to run laps around the field, and uh, I was running with a smile on my face because I love running. Yeah, and it wasn't even. And she looked over me and was like, "Yeah." She looked over and was like, "Tatum, you know Never mind. Never mind. Stop. <laughs> you, you can stop it. You know, because I was enjoying it. You know. Oh my um, god, that's hilarious! Like you're yeah, not supposed to be so, enjoying uh, this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just a learning lesson. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm really, I'm really proud of a lot of the girls that are. I mean, just doing an awesome job with the with the new pro league now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, absolutely, it has expanded a bit, and uh, yeah, so that's it's getting there. It obviously is going to take a lot more to maybe get where you know, like the NWSL is and the WNBA. But you know, as long as you have great athletes like yourself that keep you know pushing it forward, hopefully one day we'll get there. Exactly, and like I said, I'm going to grow the game in Tom's River, my my hometown. That's definitely like a goal of mine, and. Um, just be a great influence for young athletes and just make sure that they have fun. Yeah. Speak a little bit about that coaching and training down in Tom's River. Yeah, of course. So with coaching, um, I am the co-director of Three Point Lacrosse, and it is a club team based out of Tom's River, New Jersey. So the club team that used to be T3 is now called JSS, Jersey Shore Select. And the head director, Chris Reichel, who, again, full circle, he was my trainer and the guy who spotted me, who said I was horrible and he wanted to make me good, uh, is, is the director of JSS and the director of Three Points. So um, it, that's based out of Manasquan, so there was nothing. I was traveling 30 to 40 minutes up to go to practice, and there was nothing in Tom's River. So definitely drawing, I mean, even I wish we could go further south, but some of the girls in Cape May, they really don't have a club team down there, so they can travel up and in those areas like Barnegat but um yeah I'm excited this is going to be our first fall season we have about three teams put together and um yeah I guess my motto is just making the girls to be the best version of themselves that's like what I feel like all like me as a coach I'm all about Mm -hmm. oh that's amazing 
I bet as a coach, yeah. you're like, you're a player's coach. I could see it. Like you're one the players love to play for. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a fun coach, I feel like. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, like I like having music at practices and I definitely have a lot of energy when I coach. And um, I like, I think the biggest thing for a coach is specializing each player. And what I mean by that is everyone is coached differently. Like if I, if I miss a, a pass or if I miss a shot and I'm ripped off the field, like that's not how, that's not going to motivate me. Uh, what's going to motivate me is a coach saying, hey, Tatum, you got this. Go out there and get it back. Like, and I will times 10. You know, that's like just, so just knowing what players are like that, knowing what players aren't like the bulls in the China shops. Like, we, you know, a lot of coaches like those players, but I like the finesse. Like, the, I mean, every, everybody has different personalities. So you got to adjust your coaching style to each personality, each player. So, yeah, I no, like I, I completely that. agree with that. I think that is the best form of coaching when you can relate to each player separately because, you know, like you said, you relate better to like, you know, get your head up, you got this, whereas someone else might relate better to and play better under like kind of yelling and like saying like, you yeah. know, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, someone that might motivate someone if they get pulled and, you know, like they might light a fire under their butt. But yeah. Um, not, not me, but knowing about that from, about each player is so, so important. Absolutely. No, that, that's awesome. I'm excited for you. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And, and definitely, like I said, I mean, like you were, I mean, like you were even saying, I could always get hopefully back into, you know, coaching at a college level. But right now, career wise, I definitely like, you know, the business aspect of, of what I do and, and coaching is just seriously so fun and I'm enjoying it. So taking it day by day. Nice. Yeah. Hey, if you like what you do, that's, uh, that's enough right there. Right, exactly, exactly. And Christian's coaching now too, right? Yeah, so he's coaching at Winslow High School, and oh my goodness, is he loving it. I mean, right, we should just be, we should just create our own high school and be, he'll be the football coach, I'll be the cross coach. No, I'm just kidding. Get a charter school. Anyone can do that. Yeah. Go for it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I know. So, um, no, but he's loving it, and it's cool. We, We bounce ideas off of each other, and uh, he did coach with me, so he was doing more of the agility work while I was doing more of the lacrosse stuff. And mm-hmm. it's funny, the footwork, like, he was, like, so football and, like, and, yeah, it's very, like, you know, you can compare it, but <laughs> it's just as funny, you know, just seeing him with a bunch of, like, lacrosse girls trying to put them through football drills. And, <laughs> uh, but it, it, was, it was fun coaching with him. So, um, yeah, he's, uh, he's having a good time at Winslow. It's awesome. Their season's starting up soon, right? End of August as we're recording, and I feel like the high school, at least in Jersey, start early early September. Yeah, so Saturday. Yep, you're right. So Saturday they have a game. Um, so, yeah, they get up and rolling. They had a scrimmage on, you know, I think like two days ago. And, and you definitely could tell, I mean, he's enjoying it. He comes home, they lost. It was just a scrimmage, like I said. But he's frustrated and he's looking at film. So he's so invested and he just truly – cares so I feel like we definitely can relate that we care and we want the kids to, to again be the best version of what they can be you know mm-hmm. then we're not gonna, trying to make them something that they're not we're, we're trying to make them be you know get all the talent and abilities out that we can from each kid yeah absolutely no I guess somewhere in between your professional lacrosse career and what you're doing now you spent some time broadcasting I believe for both ESPN and the Big Ten Network right yeah, so I did a lot of Big Ten stuff my senior year of college. Oh, um, that's so this when is I was while you're still in college. 
Yeah, I was still I was still in school, and um, yeah, it was definitely like it was through the Big Ten Network, and it was like the online platform, and I was doing it for men's soccer a lot of the time. I did it like not for Big Ten, but I did something for wrestling, and I did some football games. Um, actually, the second game, so I forget what game Christian and I met, but the second game that we knew each other, I was the reporter for. So when it was the end of the game, we all went in like the press room. And I did not ask one question. I was, like, so nervous. And he said something. He's like, seriously, you didn't ask one question? He's like, next time you're reporting, like, you better ask me a question. So I forget how many games later. But the next game that I was reporting, they actually had their, uh, their bye week after the game. Mm-hmm. So my one question I asked, I was like, oh, so, you know, Christian, Tatum here, just wanted to know kind of what your plans uh, football-wise, academically, and um, what, what their plans were after the bye weekend. I mean, after the bye, for the bye week. And he turned like bright red and answered it very like he's so a guy, answered it appropriately. But I, that's the only question I knew to ask. I was just so nervous. So, um, yeah, I did some football games while I was dating Christian. And then, um, yeah, I interned at ESPN, which was a really cool internship. I was in creative marketing. Okay. And, uh, yeah, there was some kid there that played soccer at, uh, Hawaii, in Hawaii, school in Hawaii, so he would train with me, so he definitely, like, yeah. So that was uh, summer going into senior year. Were so you definitely kept me out, you know. Sorry. Yeah, yep, Bristol. Yeah. Okay. All right, and sorry, continue, I cut you yep. off. No, not at all. So we would work out together, he kept me on my toes, and uh, it, w- it was great, I remember him saying, you're going to be an All-American this year, and he, you know, definitely helped out with He's the, right. the training in the summer. Yeah, is that cool? He's <laughs> Yeah, Landon, he's a great soccer player, so he helped me out with training. Nice, very cool. And I, I find it so cute that, like, through college and uh, your professional lives, you and Christian have more than stayed together. You're married. But, like, you know, you guys had to do long distance for a while, I'm sure, because he played on several NFL teams. Yes. So, and even, I, like, like I said, I'm older, so when I graduated, he was – and he was a junior in college, so he was still at Penn State. So I moved to Morristown with the I, so that's North Jersey, New mm-hmm. Jersey. My first yeah, job was, yeah, with a pharmaceutical company up North Jersey. So I had that whole, like, Florham Park territory. So um, I would go back every weekend. I would leave after work on Friday nights, which is brutal football traffic. Oh, God, Drive yeah. the, the four hours and uh, – for Saturday games, if you, you know, don't know, they actually stay in a hotel on Friday night. Mm-hmm. So I would have to go to the hotel, say hi to him, stay in his apartment. So I was like, I'm still really good friends, like best friends with his roommate's uh, girlfriend, now wife, Emily. So we would stay, like I would we'd stay at the apartment together. We'd hang out and catch up. And then Saturday were the games. And then Sundays, sometimes I didn't want to go home, so I would leave Monday morning at, like, 3 a.m. and get home at oh, 7. Oh, you're crazy. Yep. Yes. Isn't that nuts? I remember, yeah. There, I think I did it, like, two or three times, and he definitely did it in the summer when he was training twice, two or three times as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, never again. That was brutal. Like, coffee <laughs> and monster energy drinks, yeah. Ugh, wow. So, Yep. No. You yeah. You guys are obviously dedicated to each other, though. And did you guys get married? I'm sorry. Did you guys, um, get, did he propose to you at the Jersey Shore? Did I read that correctly? Yeah, yep. So um, my grandmother lives in Seaside, and that's, like, one of my happy places. So he 
got so when he got drafted, he got drafted to the Jets, and he played with them for about two to three years, and then he got traded to Oakland. So before he went to Oakland, he had a day or two off that he spent on the shore with me. We took we only had our lab bow at the time. Now we have a English cream golden named Summer. But we had Bo at the time. We took him for a walk, and then I was about to walk up the steps. And then he told me to turn around, and he was on one knee and proposed. So uh, that was – yeah, then when I turned around, back around, my whole family was, like, cheering. Like I said, my dad has a big family, and my cousins were there. They were all, my brother was there. They were all cheering. So Christian <laughs> did a really good job. He planned yeah. it really well. So. Aww. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And as I said in the beginning, yeah. you guys just got ma- – well, I guess you guys just had your second – wedding technically but oh yeah. that's awesome all good things to come yeah and exactly and I, I i think a really cool memory so when christian was at penn state his freshman year was under uh bill o'brien so bill o'brien then went to the texans mm-hmm. and then he had a sophomore his junior year and then he got drafted and when he got drafted it was at his house in Virginia and I was there with my dad my dad took the trip with me and we were hanging out waiting and it was the second day this is the second round and the Texans traded up and they were announcing their draft pick and Christian got a phone call and left so everyone's cheering thinking that Bill O'Brien from the Texans like was the one that called him because he left and went outside and I remember looking at my dad like oh my goodness Texas and my dad's like, you better smile. Like, obviously, I mean, like, I'm so happy. Like, I just wasn't even thinking straight. Mm-hmm. Um, then they announced some random guy, and then the Jets, the next pick were, were the Jets, and they announced that they picked Christian. So the call was from the Jets. They were just early. Like, it was mm-hmm. like a – they called early. So that was just a crazy memory because I was right – I mean, the Jets practiced in where I live. Yeah. Yes, my dad's like, oh my goodness. Yeah, he's like, are you lucky or what? So, (laughs) yeah, we did distance, but I definitely got lucky uh, in that aspect. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, out of all the teams, right? It was uh, the Jets and Giants would have also been good. Philly wouldn't have been terrible. Um, But after that, there's a bit of a distance there. Yeah, so when he was at Oakland, it was like two weeks he was out there, and then he was on the Eagles for like a week or two. So that was like... You know, when we settled in South Jersey, and then when he was in Cincinnati, I went out there twice to visit him, and he was in Memphis, I went out there twice, so, yeah, we did the distance, but, um, you know, good thing for FaceTime and and phones, and uh, I stayed busy with lacrosse and work, and I taught fitness for a little bit, so, so yeah, all good stuff, so now we're finally, finally settled down and got, uh, got a routine in place. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, our mutual friend said that your house is really nice and I look forward to an invite. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my goodness. You are more than welcome. We can hang out and watch sports, watch some, some state games. That would be great. Yeah. Oh, yeah I'll, be, I'll be a Nittany uh, Lion fan. Oh yeah. 1000%. Yeah. Christian during COVID finished the bar downstairs. I mean, like truly finished. It was just cement and like you know, a typical unfinished basement. So Christian made it into this like man cave bar, poker set, like uh, like screen down, pulls down the screen TV. Uh, so so yeah, it's definitely a great. We had hosted a little Super Bowl get together. Um, 
So it's, it's a great, <laughs> a great hangout for some football. So I'm excited for the fall, to say the least. Oh, yeah. No, that'll be fun. Yeah. And um, Nolan must have been so pumped when you ended up with Christian Hackenberg because he is a huge Penn State fan. Yeah. Oh my goodness. When we met his parents, they are like so adorable and they're, they're Penn State fans as well. So, um, yeah, it was, it's, it's cool. Cause we always hang out with them. I mean, they are uncle Dave, Dina's dad hosts Sunday dinner. So we're always there and whether it's watching the Eagles and watching football and everything. So, so yeah, they're definitely a big football family and no one coaches at uh, Camden Catholic, or at least he now helps out with Camden Catholic mm-hmm. and Winslow plays them. Uh-oh. So I think, honestly, this Saturday, yeah, I think this Saturday's game is Winslow against Camden Catholic, so he uh, may or may not be seeing Nolan, which Ooh. will be fun. <laughs> Very yeah. cool. Yep. And for right? anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, we have a few mutual friends. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, Nolan is uh, my cousin's husband, technically. Tatum, I really appreciate you making the time to come on the podcast. I love to end the podcast with a couple fun questions. How does that sound? Yeah, let's do it. All right. What TV show are you currently binge-watching these days? Ooh, Ozark. I binge-watched, but I'm just waiting for the new season to come out. And I finished Outer Banks, and actually Christian watched it with me. Mm -hmm. He felt like it was kind of like a corny love story, and he got so invested in it. (laughs) Uh, Amazing show. So uh, I won't spoil the ending, but it's very good. Nice. Yeah, I'm on, I think, episode five of season two of Outer Banks, so I'm uh, almost there. Hating oh, Rafe. Hating Rafe. He needs to go. Yeah. Yes, I know. I know. I like uh, JJ is my favorite, I think. He's hysterical. Okay. Yeah, I like them all pretty much. Yep. All right. So obviously, you know, Christian was on several professional teams. You were on a professional team. But putting all that aside, what professional sports teams do you root for? I never did growing up, and neither did Christian. Isn't that weird? Hmm. So I guess now I'm, I, like, love supporting the Eagles. I think Eagles fans are so fun, and they definitely are diehard. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I think now I've turned into, yeah, I turned into an Eagles fan. But growing up, no team. We were never really a football family. My dad, will, my dad said that in his uh, Father of the Bride speech. We never for football and uh yeah christian never really i mean he was more college his dad went to uva so he was more uva so i guess i'll say for myself i'll root for the i'll root for the birds okay very cool no uh yeah. what did you guys have did you root for i mean you're not you're kind of close to Rutgers, but did you have like a college team that you grew up rooting for no and it was crazy it's so funny i asked uh my mom this i'm like did we have teams growing up that we like supported i don't really remember going in she was like no you guys were always playing sports like it was mm-hmm. you know That's we never really had anyway. time to yeah no like there was never we never really sat down and watched um football but but yeah i guess i mean once obviously i went to penn state things things changed uh so but we were near kind of i feel like people in our area might like tom's room might have been like jets or giants mm-hmm yeah. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, that's kind of like that weird area, too, where some people in Jersey are Philly and some are Jets Giants. I mean, that's more, like, centralized. Yeah. I don't know, but... Exactly. Yeah, there is, a, there is a central Jersey. I'll argue that. That's awesome, though, yeah. I, uh, I have a lot of friends that are Eagles fans, so I, uh, I don't, like, necessarily... Like, I'm not necessarily a fan, but I like to see them do well because it makes all my friends happy. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So it's, it's fun being... I'm just going to jump on the bandwagon there. I said it, so. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. 
All right, Tatum, last question. What is one thing on your bucket list? Ooh, on my bucket list. That is a great question. I never really thought about that. I'll say I've, I have always wanted to go to Turks and Caicos. So, Ooh, like okay. I said in the, in the beginning, yeah, I like, I like the beach. I've always wanted to, to go there. So, hopefully one day, maybe, hey, maybe that'll be our honeymoon trip. We don't know. Once yeah, we book who it. knows? What is it about Turks yeah. and Caicos that you like so much? Um, I just think the idea of, like, the beaches there and how relaxing. I've heard great things from people who've been there. So just to get like a little week getaway and not worrying about anything and just relaxing with a fun drink in my hand. Yeah, that's definitely Sounds doable. Great. Easy flight. I think it's like yeah. three hours. I was there when I was in high school. It's really nice. The oh, sand wow. is like clay. Yeah, that's like, exa- yeah, that's the kind of environment. Like I want to experience that. And like a quick flight, I'm all about it. I've been to Italy with my brother. So that was a cool I crossed that one off my bucket list, but um, which my brother speaks fluent Italian. He got us around. I cannot. I can say ciao. That's it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Okay. Turks and Caicos. That's a doable trip. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I'll make it happen. Yeah. Tatum, thank you so much. I have enjoyed my conversation with you. I loved hearing about your lacrosse journey. Really, all your sports. You're such a phenomenal athlete. So happy to see you and Christian are doing well. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. It was like time flew. So, uh, so yeah. And again, that invite is always welcome. You'll come over for, uh, come over for some football. So, I will. I'll uh, bring Colleen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Another mutual friend of ours. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Thank you so, so much again. All right, everyone. That was my chat with Tatum Hackenberg. Hope you enjoyed it. Really great to hear about her multi-sport career growing up her insanely good lacrosse career at Penn State and professionally, meeting her husband Christian at Penn State and their recent marriage. They've got a lot going for them in the coaching world. Really excited to see how they help New Jersey lacrosse and football. I'll be back soon to speak with another outstanding athlete.